Pete normally runs it just just gen just oh, just general just, questions and it just becomes a, it just becomes it, a free for all. We end up down. We're supposed to talk. We're supposed to talk about cars, but we kind of talk about anything and everything. So. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that no, sounds good. And if Hal's involved, we end up talking about either footballers or naked women with pens. <laughs> I can't do much on the footballers, but the rest I'm good with. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, we'll I'm, right, I'm we'll football right. now. And is, if there's anything at the end of it you want us to edit out, let us know. We won't edit it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we said to Anthony Minicello. We're going to edit all this stuff out. <laughs> we left it all in. <laughs> if I'm looking left and right, Alex, because I've got these two idiots either side of me. Oh, okay. So you're all in the same room, aren't you? Yeah, we yeah. are. Right. No, we're not. <laughs> and there's some naked guy behind us. The naked guy's not taking his pants off. Hang on, three people, isn't it? Oh, no, that's that's allowed now, isn't it? Is yeah. it allowed? Oh, uh, sort of. I'm giving them legal advice. It's all right. Yeah. He's close. my solicitor, so that's okay. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. We're back in the same room after two months. We haven't seen each other. G'day, welcome. Ross. How are you? How you doing, mate? I've been all right. I've been all right. Hello. Isolation. Greetings. How are you? Hello's got no clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> we told him it was a... He still thinks the podcast is a podcast, but he doesn't realise we're still... We're <laughs> we, haven't record, we're we, haven't a, we haven't gone to YouTube or Reggie no, yet. That won't let us on YouTube. But we've got a special guest through Zoom, journalist extraordinaire, oh, media tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I am with that term, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're now a media tycoon. <laughs> Alex Dalrymple, welcome to the program, mate. How are you going? Thank you very much for having me. Uh, yeah, really well, thank you. Yeah, just surviving isolation, but it's nice to have some... Contact through the magic of Zoom. Mate, yes. how, how are you going with this home? I'm going to start with home. I know you've got kids. How are you going with the homeschooling? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one, that one. It's not easy. My uh, my 10-year-old is great. She takes care of herself. But my 6-year-old, who's in year one, needs a lot of attention. So I feel like I'm going through year one again, you know, 36 years after I did it the first time. Is it challenging second time around? It is. It is challenging, and they do things differently. Um, you know, things like adding and ca- like they group things in. Oh, weird yeah, that's ridiculous! Wait till you get to division. Yeah. So, so I, I've got uh, my daughter's in year one. She's she's six. I've got my ten year old son, and then my older son who's in year seven. Wednesday morning was my turn to look at. I said to my wife on Tuesday, stupidly, "How hard can it be? What are you complaining for?" So that was it. I was stuck at home on Wednesday morning. I lost my daughter for about an hour. I, I left her for two minutes to start the day, and then I just thought I could leave her. She had her breakfast. She had a drink. Well, I don't need to sit with her. Right. Literally, my wife goes, "Where's Michaela?" I said, "I don't know." She <laughs> goes, "She hasn't been in the she hasn't been in the classroom for an hour. She's watching TV." <laughs> when school was on, supposed to be yeah. It's parent of the year. I don't know well, what the other two are doing. That, look, I've got a five year old, so he's in, he started kindy. Yeah. And I've got a four-year-old who's still at preschool. Attention span. They're not programmed yet, like a nine or 10 or 11 or whatever. I'm 42. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they're not because when they're at home for a kindy kid, he still thinks, well, it's he only just started kindy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Right. So, and then last week, the preschooler put his uh, kindergarten brother into hospital by cracking him over the head with a guitar. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So... So basically, he got um, expelled from homeschool. So his parole's been revoked, and he's back at preschool now. All right, <laughs> we just took him back. Can't well, can't deal with right, it. That's well, enough homeschool. Yeah, <laughs> my girls are in high school, and not to uh, boast, but they were in Sun Herald today. They were. There was cool. an article about a photo of them uh, being homeschooled. So uh, 
We're up behind the Rick D'Amelian ads. Yeah, and the private school fees, there you go. Yeah. Spend it at home, should renovate their room. That's it. That's right. So, Alex, I had to scratch off my um, notepad. So, I was going to put down that you're a motoring journalist for a, <laughs> a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to scratch that off to job seeker or job keeper? Or... <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a sad situation. Look, I, I'm not terribly comfortable with um, using the word journalist around, especially when I go on these junkets with the car companies and there are other journalists there, like proper motoring journalists. And I feel like this... Oh, Alex, young... I worked on Motor and Wheels. They're all, fuck, they're all fucking idiots. Oh. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> don't call them journalists. <laughs> they're going, who's this guy who's here from Men's Health magazine? Um, so... But, uh, yeah, the news during the week was that um, Pacific Magazines that owns Men's Health has uh, um, been sold to Bauer. And uh, there are a number of redundancies that uh, happened as a result of that. Unfortunately, I've I've lost my gig. Uh, The good thing is that Men's Health still can keep me on as a contributor. Um, But uh, my regular job there, uh, I'm a video producer, uh, has uh, has ceased. Do you still have your business card? Because we could really use that with you. And we'll just go to dealerships and say, hey, we want to drive all your cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like how right, Rossi. I'll do one right now for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just print one for all of us. Yeah. Oh, you can all be Alex Dalrymple. That's cool. Do, do you get a plus one on those junkets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, they're very generous. They are pretty good, but I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, talk to me about uh, some of the reviews you've done in the lab. I've, I've seen some of them. I like them because um, they're very real. You know, you talk about you know, do my children fit in the back seat of this car, and how fast can I go in it? Oh, that's a bit too fast. Uh, like I was watching one, you, were, you you almost had an accident in uh, in George Street. What was it? It was in the rain. You were driving a Genesis, I think. It was. That's right. Yeah, I suddenly found myself on the bus lane, and it occurred to me oh, I'm being videoed, so I probably shouldn't be driving the bus lane because I had a, another car behind me filming me as I was driving me, as well as the camera guy in the car. So you know, when you when you're in uh, under the pump that way, you really can't break any laws. Um, I did a um, I did another review for a Maserati. Uh, a Ghibli last year and um, I, I spent ages editing up the video I was really happy with how it looked it was actually the first video review I did for Men's Health and the editor of the magazine um, this, I had this beautiful shot going up the mountain towards the old Telstra Tower up there yep. and he goes oh no 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 we can't have that shot because you cross over the double lines there for a moment oh really? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, and he said, "Look, we just we can't take a chance on that sort of stuff. You've got to be completely and and oh, it's such a beautiful shot." So yeah, it's funny you don't think about things like that when you're actually watching because I mean we're so we're so used to watching Top Gear with those three D those three D yeah. just banging things around corners and driving down stairwells and. Well, yeah, that's, that's where they have that disclaimer, you know, filmed under controlled conditions. Yeah, yeah, they close the road. Oh, do they? Yeah, they close the road. <laughs> Uh, I watched the they... roads and, and all that sort of stuff. That's not really an option for me. Uh, yeah, with, with my one-man crew, you know, I, I'm on public roads. So I've got to keep it all pretty legit. So tell me, uh, you said that you had a camera crew in the car. Didn't they stick like a GoPro on the yeah. windscreen with like double-sided tape, or they actually have a guy sitting in the car? With you? Yeah, no. Sometimes they do. This particular one with Genesis, I had a guy in the car with me just with a little DSLR camera with a wide lens, yeah. so you could fit in. Generally, what happens with these things is they put a GoPro or a, um, a, a you know, like stick a, a camera up on the on the windscreen pointing at me, and uh, they say, okay, all right, off you go, and, and I disappear with a car for half an hour or so and just talk at the camera and do many, many takes until I yeah, get okay. it right. It, I mean, is that difficult? I mean, you're driving, you're concentrating, you're down a bus lane in George Street, you're talking at the same time. Is that is do, do you just plan things or you just deal with what's happening in front of you? Are the steering's great or the seats are good? Or 
how do you yeah. approach it? Generally, I like to try and do a little bit of research in advance about what I'm going to be driving, just so that I have some idea of what to look out for while we're doing it. And normally, before we record anything on video, I'll, I'll have a good couple of hours with the car beforehand anyway. Yeah. Going over double lines and stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, get all that out of the way. Go through the bus lane, double lines, up the curb. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's good. With the director screaming, not again! <laughs> That, that particular one with Genesis, though, was actually for the launch of their showroom in Pitt Street Mall in the city. And I didn't know I was going to be driving a car that day. I had no idea at all. And I, I, I hadn't prepared anything. So it was literally, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll throw you in a car with the camera crew and just drive and just do whatever you want. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. And, and when you're on the spot like that, you don't really have much of a time to form an opinion. So, yeah, you are kind of – it was a wet day, so you're kind of keeping one eye on what you're doing in terms of driving, but it, it can be hard to form a, a, a good opinion on what the car's like when you're trying to think of that, plus keeping the car on the road and not having an accident and all that sort of stuff. How is the Genesis? I mean, I look at the prices, what, 70, 80 grand, I look and I think, yeah, would I buy that or a 3 Gunda. Series? You know, Gunda? Would you buy a 3 Series or a, three series. Or a Genesis? Would you buy a Genesis, Alex? I would have. I, I really liked it, actually. I, I was quite surprised. I've... Um, you know, I've, I've never um, been a, a huge driver of Korean cars, but this one really surprised me. It was fantastic to drive, and it felt great on the inside, and it was just... Um, it really did feel like it was a three-series competitor. So, you know, it is uh, somewhat more competitively priced than the three-series, I believe, but um, you certainly get your bang for your buck with it. And it goes up against... What's that other... Uh, not Lexus because that's the Toyota what's the who else is doing it Genesis and then oh, oh the Kia uh, the Kia Singer yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the Singers I was in a Singer I've, that's I've, a phenomenal car have you driven that out I've driven a Stinger no I haven't but the, the Genesis G70 that I was driving and the Kia Stinger are actually apparently quite substantially the same car yeah oh, okay. I drove a Stinger yeah. the, the V6 Turbo when it came out yeah plenty of poke plenty of things but you just the chassis can't control the power it's just but it's a, a great car, great for, for the money. Um, there's nothing I'm, out I'm there. I'm of the believer that uh -oh. I can't... Uh-oh. No, I, look, okay, so <laughs> what's the Genesis? 70, 80 grand, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So when I, when I look at it, I can buy a couple-year-old car, a European car, for 70, 80 grand. But that's used. Used, yeah, I know. used and new is very different. It's like yeah, a girlfriend that's had 50 boyfriends. It and a girl, hey, 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 but she'll do things that... It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She will do it the freak... It doesn't freak. matter. She will do... So you're she telling will... me the car's got a few kilometres on it? No, <laughs> a car with a few Ks is not like... It's... Every hey. time I get into a used car, I think to myself, did someone else fart in this seat? No, did someone else do something in the back seat? Like, it's just... And a new car you. is very tight as well. New oh. cars are very tight. Mate, mate, sometimes tight's no good. Take it easy. Oh, yeah, okay. Because, because anyway, you go back to what you're saying. You a four-year-old A6? No, yeah. well, no, hang on. I bought my A7. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I bought my A7. I bought my A7, and that was uh, basically, what, a yeah. 130 grand car. Yeah, what would you pay for it? 72. And it was two years old. But that goes to show you. That's an Audi. It's an Audi. It's basically a Volkswagen. Which was a Beetle. And basically, I got five years warranty. It's a long golf. It's nice and long. Stretch golf. You bought two new golfs. Yeah. Yeah. You three golfs. So, I can't. You know, it's great. I don't know. I just wouldn't. You're saving a Reggio though with one golf. All right, you've heard it first. Hal won't buy a Genesis. You prefer an old Audi. Volkswagen. Beetle. I'd rather buy like a used S5 or. Ugh. Right. Right. Oh, you won't get me into or, an Audi or, or an M3 no, or an no, M4 like no. a you know a couple of years old M3 oh yeah M3 
Alex, when you um, when <laughs> you come, see us for sixty grand off. Alex, when you come home with all these different cars, do, do your neighbours think you're a drug dealer? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly turns a lot of heads because I, I just hey, let, let me look at his melon. Oh, it's got Breaking Bad written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're on to me. <laughs> Especially with those skylanders yeah. in the background. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that white boy persona's not working. <laughs> I thought Airbnb got cancelled. Whose house are you in? <laughs> My normal car is a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> it's a really big caravan you're in there. Um, I, I had a, I had a uh, Maserati GTS, uh, Levante GTS a couple oh, of weeks ago. I need to talk to you about the GTS Levante because I went test driving, but keep going. Oh, okay. well, as you know, that, um, Ross, that makes a very loud noise. Fuck, what you, a car! Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's unbelievable and and when you turn it on and you flick it straight into sport mode the um especially when it's cold exhaust open up and the noise is just incredible and all of my neighbors knew exactly what i was doing when i was doing it so a lot of them came out and sort of said man what's going on why have you got this car because i live in a you know you know fairly modest sort of old apartment building with you know, a shared car space at the back so everyone knows what everyone else has got and suddenly they have this maserati in there it's like, yeah, the drug dealing's doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> I went and test drove that car, and yeah. the first thing I noticed, the car was cold when they started it, and the exhaust was not on, like the valves weren't open. Oh, yeah. Man, this thing was so loud, it vibrated the whole showroom. It was, I know what you mean, it was It was probably the loudest car on start I've ever heard. And the drive of it, but then the price, forget it. Yeah, like I yeah, like 180 grand. 400. 400? 360 for Levante? Uh, yeah, the one I had started at 265, yeah. spec close to 300. Yeah. But then there's the um, the Trofeo, which I'm supposed to be getting in a couple of months' time to review. Uh, that is starts at 330. Plus on roads. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, deal, on and road. dealer yeah. delivery and, yeah. and uh, commission. Yeah. 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 And yeah. depreciation. And, you know, you've got to spec it up a bit too. You know, you've got to get some. 22 inch wheels on there and um and you know like the additional safety pack or whatever it is that they don't uh, you're talking my language there 22 inch wheels yeah but i mean like a car like that like i you can't justify it it just doesn't make sense look at that the, that's, 400 that's yeah i'll be looking at I, 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 that's urus money isn't that's it the trofeo, it yeah. is i've only got one of those in the country at the moment apparently would you pay that money for that or is there an, an urus a lamborghini a bit well the rsq8's going to be out like next month or something. Yeah, so, it's an Audi. It's an Audi. Yeah. So the RSQ8 is just like driving. It's a Lambo. No, 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 no. The RSQ8 <laughs> totally different car. No, it's like the Touareg. It's like a Touareg. It is not. Yeah, it's just like the Cayenne. The RSQ8. It's a Cayenne. Oh, don't say that. We're taking the piss, mate. We're very, <laughs> Relax. Hal's getting very touchy. He touchy can't see. No, no, I, 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 I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, Pete just pulled his shirt yeah, up and showed me his nipple. Order, Let's go here. back to Alex. I mean, would, would you buy the Lamborghini over the, the Maserati? I mean... <laughs> I, I've not driven the uh, Lamborghini, so I can't really uh, say on that okay. one, right? But, I mean, look, the Maserati, you're certainly getting... You know, I said this in my review. You get it, you're get you buying the exclusivity of it. Um, you're buying the 3.8-litre Ferrari-built V8, um, which is what makes the noise. And if that is worth it to you, then that's... What you're going to get, but now, I think it's, what motor is that shared in? Uh, good question. Not sure. Was that 3.8? I didn't even know they had a 400,000 dollars Maserati. 
Oh, okay, you need to get up to speed, no. uh, Pete. Yeah, no. I think it's... Is it out of the California, the V8? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. 3.8. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Ross. Yeah, that's the one. Now, that's these guys it, yeah. don't know, but they're saying, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <right>. We'll <laughs> just roll with it. You know what I'd say? It's a half-price Ferrari, because the, the Ferrari Parasango will be 800 but grand. What, what yeah. are you going to do with a Ferrari... Sounding well, there's SUV. a there's a Ferrari that, SUV coming. Sure, out. sure. You're not doing track. You're not doing track oh, you days, do. and you're not pointing it at corners in the national park. So, yeah. you know, have you been on a school run with a Maserati? Mate, it's very important when you're on the school run you around about what you're driving, and if you've got the box back model for the person so, before you. Unlike you guys, unlike you guys, my kids go to school that's seven hundred dollars. No, no, a what? quarter. Whatever. Everyone in my school sp- fees are seven hundred bucks. Yeah, mine are seven hundred dollars a day. Yeah, well, mine that's per what, hour. That, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, I usually take my cheapest car to the school, right, to fit in. Yeah, but it's not that. <laughs> well, when I t- when I rock up in the multivan, they say no deliveries on the other side. <laughs> and I'm dropping the kids off. But but all the cars do forty k an hour, so you need I uh, get the you need cred. Right. Yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. the school, Pete will know this, but at the school where my daughter goes to, there is a baby blue Bentley that rolls up. And there's a roundabout where everyone has to go. Convertible. Have you seen it? Yeah. You know who it is? Yeah. Anyway, so every day she'd go through, roof off, even if it's freaking snowing. Well, it snows in Sydney. You know, this lady would have the roof off, the sunglasses on, the baby blue Bentley. So everyone knew the Bentley was here. She'd give it a bit of a rev. She takes out the roundabout, <laughs> like literally the whole side of her car. But when you take out the roundabout, it's bad enough that you've damaged your car. To leave the baby blue bumper behind, yeah. that's pretty shit. It'll buff out. So the bumper, she ripped the whole cut th- side of the car off and left the bumper on the driveway, and had, they had to cut. They stuck it on the in the middle of the road, and it was there. It was there like a trophy. It was like a prize for a couple of days. What do you? I mean, do you do the school? Be worse. I, I'd have to go to the Bentley. Alex, what, what do you take on your school run? Oh, uh, look, I've um, I've. Uh recently come into possession of a Rolls-Royce Cullinan uh, SUV. <laughs> I will take your Bentley and I will raise you. You can shove your Maserati up your fucking house. Alice can now bring the, lend me the Maserati to do my school run. <laughs> do you, do you roll, does the Maserati fit in the boot of the Cullinan? Or? Yeah. If, yeah, really if his neighbours didn't think he's a drug dealer, what the fuck is going on? if you pull up with a colour and they're just going to go, oh, okay. Yeah. Would you oh, like I, to I, donate I, to the raffle, Alex, this uh, weekend? That's <laughs> the school raffle. Four bricks. Four bricks. Four bricks. <laughs> I, I had a good look at the Cullinan, but they wouldn't let me drive it, unfortunately. Oh, they won't, Well, they haven't got any. They're all on order, aren't they? Uh, well, there was one in Brisbane because I went up to a, uh, an event up there and uh, and it was seriously impressive and huge and over the top. It, it's, it's massive. One of the mums at school's got one. It's, it's so big. It's, it's a it huge so car. Big. But I think, I think with that, you can kind of see where the money is going more than you can with the Maserati packs yeah. because it is so ridiculously opulent and over the top and your choice of 44,000 exterior colours and, and however many thousand uh, interior colours um, and, and the Rolls-Royce name and the, the, the carpets that you can sink down into, you kind of, you know, you know what you're getting with that. The Maserati, I kind of almost thought, I mean, I know it's a different price point, but, you know, the interior of it felt a little bit sort of, not special it was leather but it just felt a bit old school compared to like what you see in an audi or a bmw at the moment or is it is it is it very i know a friend of mine's got the levante and he said a lot of his parts come from chrysler so all the switch gear is is fiat chrysler they come out of dodges and jeeps and stuff like that oh wow so it's kind of like driving a tacky cat even the navigation the actual program 
He's um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The software is is substantially the same system that you get in the in a. That's very similar. You know, you jump in the Bentayga and you you've got the Touareg software. I mean, I drove the Bentayga and I had a V8 Touareg, and I can tell you now, very I had a lot of, they're, they're almost they're not they're almost identical. But what, back back to the Cullinan, um, I watched a documentary on the build of the the back of the car, and the options just for the trunk are phenomenal. Like you can get oh. stadium seating in the back. You can just it's just unbelievable. Like yeah. um, cutlery sets and things for your dog and champagne coolers and and yeah. everything's bespoke. However you and want extra, to you can whatever you want you can get, including your own constellation on the on the ceiling on the roof lighting. Yeah, your own color. They, yeah, there's a. When you say constellation, you mean like stars? Yeah, yeah star. Yeah, the star roof. Yeah, the LED stars. The day you were born, they can reprogram the no sky. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I'm gonna go and get one. That's like a twenty-five, thirty thousand dollar option, isn't it, Alex? Uh, I think yeah, something at least, probably even more. Yeah. And they were telling me because I was asking them. I said, surely most of the people who are buying these cars are, are fleet buyers, or you know, um, Avis. Buy cars. Yeah, Avis. Avis. We've got a few, we've got a few private buyers. Yeah, you can get the color to match your handbag and shit like that. They really? can color, they can paint the car whatever color you want. Yeah. Remember years ago, uh, was it was it Maserati or Aston uh, Aston Martin? When you bought it, when you ordered a car, they would say this Aston Martin was built for Ross Galettis. I always thought that was really cool, except when you wanted to sell, sell it, it to yeah. someone else. No, it was like it was. It was etched into the side, into the side, oh. into the 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 sill of the ste- the the sides. The, what do they call it? Especially if you bought a awesome. new company, no. <laughs> Imagine that. You bought a new company, no. Madhouse <laughs> Industries. <laughs> it becomes part of the history of the car. Yeah. Well, well, when you buy an AMG, you know which monkey built the engine. Yeah. Because they signed their name on it. Yeah. I had have you Uber, noticed over the years the names have changed a lot? Yeah, I had Uber Nutsack yeah. on the A45. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Uber Nutsack. Uber Nutsack. You can't, but it used to be like John Smith, and then it's like Muhammad. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. That's how all the backpackers are in the AMG factory now. They all work in Australia. I can do that now. So, Alex, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you stumble into this, let's say, job in inverted commas, <laughs> looking like oh. a drug dealer and writing anything you want? <laughs> I was working at um, Men's Health magazine uh, doing video production. So doing videos of, you know, people doing workouts and a little bit of fashion and really? stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Men's uh, Health. For, the, uh, for the Men's Health website and for the social pages and on the, you know, uh, on Facebook and stuff like that. And it, I sort of, after a few months of being there, noticed that they weren't really doing anything in the motoring space. And obviously uh, that's a, a big section of the, you know, of the Men's Health audience is into motoring. So I said to the editor, look, you know, are you happy for me to maybe just sort of put my feelers out to a few car makers and see if they want to do some stuff with us? And I said, yeah, because none of us are interested in cars. If you're interested in it, go for it. Um, you're thinking, sweet, free ticket. I'm going to be driving Lamborghinis every day. Here's well, yeah, a Genesis. <laughs> my, my very first event, my boss was invited to an Audi track day in Adelaide. And he said, look, I don't want to go. Do you want to go? I'm like, Yeah. So next thing you know, I'm on a flight down to Adelaide, being put up for the night down at the at the Bend, and the next day we were driving every model of Audi, pretty much um, with a full track day that they normally put. Those on track days are pretty cool. Were they new Audis or three year old yeah. Audis? Three year old Audis. <laughs> yeah. Were they new or three years old? Because how would... no, they were all new. Yeah. Oh, okay. How, how, how would have gone? Yeah, how yeah. drives three year old yeah, ones? Three year old ones with yeah. like thirty thousand k's and out of warranty. <laughs> <laughs> what was on that Audi track day? What, did you get to drive the R8? I did, yeah, and that was I can genuinely say one of the more terrifying experiences of my yeah, life. Yeah, 
um, high speed lane um, changes and all that stuff you did yeah, yeah we did emergency stopping we yeah. did we did like um yeah we did the chicane stuff we did um you know like spinning out i'm trying to think of a drifting Drifting, yeah. Come on, the, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Drifting, let's go. Yeah, we were drifting, and they had like the wet. They'd wet it all, and yeah. I spun off the track completely and took out the watering system <laughs> um, in an RS5, I think it was. Um, oh, don't worry about him. That's the guy from Men's Hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, sell. So they, they just put a mark on it. That car's now a demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because they're telling you what to do on the radio. They're going, okay, all right, yeah, floor it. Okay, right, yeah, now turn left. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. And and meanwhile, I'm crashing off the course and taking off the sprinklers. And uh, I came to a stop, and they go, and stop. <laughs> and when it's your turn to drive, do they announce it's uh, Alex Del Ripple from Men's Health Magazine? Does everyone give you strange looks? <laughs> You know? Yeah, I felt pretty embarrassed because, like, I'm surrounded by all of these journalists from, you know, like Motor Magazine and Wheels and, and, and these other, you know, really reputable websites. And, and I just felt like this idiot who <laughs> was like, who invited him along? <laughs> Matt, don't worry about it. We, we used to do track days for Motor when with Motor and Wheels when the journos, they would half the time they wouldn't go. They would give everyone else, they'd give all the ad guys the tickets and we, we would go pretending to be them. But some of those guys can really drive. That's, that's like their whole life is is driving and you know, you know if, the is they go to so many of these yeah. things throughout the year yeah. you know like as every manufacturer puts them on um and they and they all know each other and they all hang out together and these junkets are really like they're really we nice. really need to get onto mailing list yeah. <laughs> alex will help us out yeah. but you yeah, but it could be worse alex i could say uh, sorry alex uh, you're with barbara from the woman's weekly so <laughs> You guys are test driving. Barbara from the Women's Weekly, she can drive. We, we've got a Kia Carnival for you guys to test drive. <laughs> Mate, you drop a couple of eggies in Barbie's uh, coffee. <laughs> fucking like Barbie's Barbie. off and running. Barbie. Oh, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon, so with Men's Health, have they done a vasectomy article with the Kia Carnival? <laughs> How you compare it? That's a very good idea. Kia, Kia Carnival versus a, like a, a Ferrari California. Pre or post snip? Idea for a story. I'll, I'll, I'll put that one forward. Pre or post snip? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to help you get your job back, buddy. Just a different angle, you know. I'll take anything at the moment. Um, quite, quite tragically, I was actually supposed to be going to Germany in about two weeks' time. I was just going on a, on a holiday, and um, and I thought, well, if I'm going to be there, I might as well ask my very good friends at Audi if they, um, you know, might have a car. And they said, yeah, sure, we'll give you a car. We'll give you an RS4 Avant for a week. Um, and then and the coronavirus hits. Pricks. <laughs> We've also organised a factory tour for you, oh. and um, and this other tour in another museum, and, and oh yeah, no no, whatever you want, you know, yeah for sure. And of course, um, and then uh, yeah, as we know, two months ago the whole world kind of closed, Stop. so I've had to um, yeah put off that trip. <laughs> Wow. Uh, next year, next year. Next year. Next year, hopefully. With a plus one. Three. <laughs> no, it'll slow the Avant down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Autobahn. I'm sure we can get it moving. We'll send, we'll send in Hal's chassis number and they'll get us a factory tour. Done. Done. <laughs> Through the shops. Well, what happened? Oh, here we go. What, what happened? Here we go. What, well, I was driving carefully because um, there was no there was no issues with the uh, the good constable from um, from Highway Patrol. What happened? Um, so I was, why is it every I, week we get together? You've been pulled over by Highway Patrol no, every I, week. I, I was actually actually for the f for the first time in the that, right 
for the first time that Bullshit. lights I've seen yeah. lights flashing. I was actually stunned because I knew I didn't have my hand on the phone because my son had it in the back seat <laughs> watching Netflix, right? And I knew I hadn't done anything wrong. I, I, so Alex, yeah. if you didn't know, Hal gets pulled over very re- like regularly, but, so regularly that they even they know him by they know him by face. He's the only guy I know got pulled over at the drags. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, I got pulled over. Pulled over. The cop came to the window and he asked. What me, was he driving? What was always well, see, the Chrysler see, or the no, we're, get, we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. So, so, so the officer says um, he goes, you know, pulled over for two reasons. Hey, you going? I've still got a copy of your license from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your license back. <laughs> so he said, uh, first of all, uh, just this is being recorded. That's the wave a flag to the yeah. Let's okay. Let's be funny because this guy obviously has a sense of humor. I think anyway. He goes, uh, can you count to ten? Have you had anything to drink? Said to him, "Well, I guess it's uh, it's Ramadan. You're in Bankstown. No one drinks alcohol." And we're all in isolation. And, and, so, yeah. and, and he just stared at me and he just said, "Count to 10. They <laughs> still made you do it. Yeah, yeah. count it to ten. Right. One, two. And he goes, "Yep." He goes, "So the reason I've stopped you is, um, so your car comes up as an your car comes up as an A7, but it's an RS7." What? And I looked at him. I said, "What's an RS7? Your car?" Yeah, yeah. I said, "Just gave you an upgrade." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said to him, "I said to him, I really wish it was an RS7, but it's not." And he goes, can you show me the chassis number on the vehicle? What? I said to, and I said to him, I said, sorry. I go, yeah, I'm happy to, but... He goes, it's on the windscreen, by the way. Yeah, so we got out. No, 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 I didn't even get that. We got out and we, you know, I pulled the service book out. And I showed it, I said, there it is. And he goes, oh, thank you for that. I go to him, do you want to see the one that matches on the car? <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I showed him. I go to him, I go... I go, I'm really baffled because this has never happened to me before. I go, is there, you know, was there a problem? Like, you know, am I... And he goes, oh, well, you know, in this area, there's, you know, we get a lot of Stop these. We get a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, basically like that. I said to him, what? I go, are you telling me there are undesirable people in this good neighbourhood that would do such a thing? <laughs> he started oh, laughing. He started laughing. Oh, Thanks, there. Thanks. And the other guy's laughing. I said to him, I got him, Officer, I'm shocked. I'm going to have to go home and tell my wife we're moving. I go, I can't have this happening. The guy's laughing. I go to him. Um, I go, by the way, um, your Commodore has a headlight out. No way. He did. He he goes, yeah, he goes, I've I've, I've, uh, spoken to them about it. I go to him. So what's the story? Um, I go, you're like last one in. So you've got the handovers while everyone's got BMWs. (laughs) Exactly. If you've still got a Commodore as a police officer, you're not a very good police <laughs> officer. And he goes, no, he goes, no, he told me, he goes, no, um, he goes, they're, um, they've got Mustangs coming, which uh, yeah, they've got the, Mustangs. the news the news broke this week, that yeah. the 2020 oh. Mustang with the 10-speed yeah. box. Yeah. Have you driven now, Mustang, Alex? Now meets no, the... No, it's on my list, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan, uh, and uh, I, I've drove Mustang years ago, but not, not the current one, no. He, he said to me that, you know, they've got the Mustangs coming, they've been approved, because apparently now they've got the 10-speed box, yeah, the yeah, oil yeah. cooler problems are yeah. fixed. I said to him, right, okay, so they've got you doing crowd control. They're going to keep him in the Commodore. <laughs> no, no, the Mustang, crowd oh. control, pedestrians. Oh. Right through him. The other guy got it. He, the other guy got it. He was laughing. You guys are stupid. I'm going home. YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, Joe. Facebook, Joe. Yeah. Oh, he's upset. Put your shirt on. Don't go home. His mate thought I was. I reckon his mate, mate, I reckon this guy. Was his mate a police officer? Yeah. going for a ride. Oh, this is John. He's a mate of mine. I reckon this bloke's the new highway patrol guy and the, the passenger probably said to him, you know that's an RS7, it's a dodgy car, let's pull him over. This, this is like the left-hand screwdriver for the apprentice. <laughs> probably, probably.
So, hey, Alex, uh, question. What was your first car? I vaguely remember it at school. What was your first car? Oh, um, <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about, Ross. Yeah. I wasn't lucky like you and, and have a brand new Ford Telstar. Oh, always don't know about that, but we'll talk about that in a second. That was a V6 <laughs> yeah, and that was a very cool car. Friend of the midsizer. Um, Four Right, right. I, for a few days at school, uh, had a, oh, it must have been about a 1977, 78 Mazda 121. Oh, oh, was that, that was a cool car. 1.5 big block. Oh, my God. It was a bomb. It was <laughs> just the worst car I've ever driven anywhere. Uh, and I'm a big Mazda fan now, funnily enough. Uh, I've, I've had two of them. But um, but back then, no, it was it was crap. I remember that car. I remember you rolled up to school and everyone's like, mate, what's that? <laughs> mate, I, I felt like Uncle Buck in that scene in the movie where he turns up outside the school and like, there's an explosion and everyone ducks and the engine backfires. We, um, we, we, had, we had some interesting... We did have some other... Some, other, you know, some fellow students had some... Pretty special and interesting cars. We weren't we weren't as lucky as some of the other guys. Yeah, well, there was there was our friend Nathan who had an yep. old Holden. Yeah, the old EH Holden. Yep. Old EH, yeah, yep, and yep. Uh, yeah, he was telling me he had that for a few more years after that, and ended up giving it away to a guy he worked with. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that was a cool car. We had BMWs. Anyone? Did anyone have a Porsche? No. I don't think so. Uh, I think they would drive their dad's weird. cars. We had one guy. There, there, there was someone who had access to a Porsche, but I think that's a different story. Yeah, that was uh, that was different. Or what about the guy that had access to a Range Rover and drove into five cars in Double Bay? I was in the car, but we'll talk about it at a different time. We, we had one. <laughs> I, I don't think I know this story. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> we, we had one guy in our year. His uh, parents bought him a brand new Suzuki Sierra in the late 80s. And everyone used to race to school half an hour early to get the spot near the gate so they'd have to pass Suzuki by. Sierra, Pete finished school 15 years yeah, before. 1990. <laughs> so, so this guy, his dad got him a brand new Suzuki Sierra and very clever because he would turn up to school three minutes before the bell and park in the best spot. He went to the lady's house next door, was an elderly lady, bought her a bunch of flowers and asked if he could park his car in her driveway. Really? Yeah, so he would park right in her driveway. So it looked like there was someone home for the elderly lady. And he would park. smart. Yeah. Beautiful. That was gold. That was... I do that, but I just don't send him any flowers. Yep. (laughs) Just park in the elderly lady's car spot. Straight from school, you didn't get into motoring after that. Alex, what's your background? Where did you... Um, Sorry, I'm just eating chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hal didn't provide any for us today, so we had to... Blow it up. No, I um, my I, I was straight out of school, straight into radio, and I became a um, radio announcer and producer. You were uh, listening I to Triple M and Stay FM, and then I helped start up a community radio station called Wild FM, which I think Ross was a big fan of. That was awesome! Uh, all that doof doof music, because because what what it did was it gave you all that shit you listened to in nightclubs in the car. Yeah, okay. it was awesome. It was awesome, wasn't yeah, it? I did listen to Wild FM as well. I don't, I don't. Wild FM was brilliant. When did Wild FM start? And what happened with that? That community radio station started and then stopped? Yeah, what happened was we were trying to get a full-time license and we were one of a number of groups who were lobbying the government for a full-time license, but there was only one available. So we had to go through this selection process yeah. and unfortunately we got knocked out of that. Who, who got it? Mix. Uh, FBI. FBI? FBI? We were still on air now. Yeah, yeah that's a digital channel. They're, uh, they're like a slightly more intense version of Triple J. So when did Wild FM start up? Uh, 1990, end of 96, 
as Hits FM, and then it changed to Wild in 97. Um, and we went on until about 2001. Did you have to go to voiceover school? Sorry? You're listening to Wild FM. He said, did you have to go to voiceover school? school? No. <laughs> no, no. Just, just I, Look, it was a really good training ground because out of that, I ended up um, going to Nova. Um, and I was at Nova for about nine years or so. And then ended up at um, 95.3 FM. And Why are you a Triple S? I was part of the original on air lineup, Kiss 106.5. Oh, wow. Why are you a Triple S for a stage there? Uh, not on air, only behind the scenes. Oh. So, what is it true when, when a, like a big famous singer comes in studio? Is it like a big kerfuffle? Like, is there security everywhere? Do people pull out camera phones? Does it go? Is it crazy? Yeah, yeah, look, it depends on who it is. That that was certainly the case when Ariana Grande came into Kiss 106.5. She had this enormous entourage and we had to basically clear out the whole office for her, which got a lot of people's noses out of joint. Really? People working, you know, they've got jobs to do. They don't really care if Ariana Grande is coming in or not. It makes no difference to them. But so suddenly what? we're being told, oh, no, you can't go to your desk because, you know, Ariana Grande is nearby and you can't take her photo. Um, not the any of us wanted to we just wanted to do our job so it was it was a little bit over the top um i remember once when i was at nova the rock came in oh, um, oh yeah has he he came in a couple of times but he um his security had to check out the bathrooms before he could go in there why just to make sure you know like yep you, you're all clear it's all clear in here the guy's the size of a the guy, Mack truck the guy's <laughs> the size of a block of units what's he scared of i'm making sure there was no parrots in there the Rock's a wrestler. He, I mean, he grabs men for a living, but... That's the whole point of it! No, but, no, but when he goes home, surely he doesn't... He gets How changed. do you know what he does at home? I'm, I mean, I've never seen him in a pair of jeans, but I'm sure he takes his wrestler trunks off. He doesn't have wrestler trunks, you idiots. Can we stop talking about this? <laughs> Was he on Fast and Furious 13? He's in all the Fast and the Furious. The Rock. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know what I did in isolation? I watched all the Fast and Furious. You know what? I said to my boys, we're going to watch Fast and the Furious, number one, all the way through the Hobbs and Shaw. My kids got through 15 minutes of the first episode and said, Dad, this is crap, I'm out of here. <laughs> the first one was horrendous. Wasn't yeah, The first yeah. one was terrible. I remember going to the premiere of that. I thought I was a rock star. I oh, went to the premiere. Oh, the first, yeah. Oh, was mate, the rock I, there? That... He wasn't in the first one. Oh, God, no, he's not Toretto in the first one. Toretto was in it with yeah. Paul Walker, and they all came out for the Did you Lord. have to check yeah. the toilet? They had a modified car, and it was just... This... I, I, I did meet Paul Walker when he was out here for that, and, and he was a really, really lovely guy. Yeah. Um, yeah he really into his cars, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he still has... Um, what's his... He's still got a brand. He's still got a car. He's got a performance brand. I, I don't know. All his children. Oh, it was, no, no. It was, the, the first one was... That was pretty much the first full-blown car movie kind of thing for that yeah, age. Yeah. But the car guys that watched it, like when you were watching it, I you, know, were, you were like, you, oh, you were oh. like oh, come on, guys. You can't wheel spin and get the front wheels off the car and smoke them up at the same time. So we're getting technical here, mate. <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, was getting yeah, technical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was all right. I've I mean, some of the cars no, was, shit. No, no, but it was. It was, it was, it was good. pretty cool. Like, yeah. you, you know, everyone can jump their Supra yeah, but it's like, over a train. Yeah, it's like Superman. You can't fly. And do you know what? The last one they did, the Hobbs and Shaw one, was so bad. Have you seen that, Alex? No, I haven't. Don't even waste your time. The, the, the main like villain transforms. So like if he gets hit by a truck, he just morphs into a motorbike. Like, what? Oh, no, it's not real anymore. Yeah. So it's Terminator. It's, like it's turned into Terminator. And how many of 
people in your family were left when you got to the last movie? No, I got 15 minutes into the first movie. And they were left. <laughs> they all yeah, left. I got to the last movie. So you movie. got to the last one by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who else came to the radio station? <laughs> Sorry. Actually, I'll tell you who, who, who I did, uh, I really liked it, and it's kind of car-related, is um, David Hasselhoff. Oh, really? Oh, the Hoss. The Hoss. cool. He was, he was absolutely nuts, but he was a lovely guy. He, he, he hung out with everyone. He signed every autograph. He took every photo. Is he tall? He's, he's, he's a little bit taller than me, and I'm 190 centimetres. He's tall. Um, so it's just a short yeah, one for me. Oh, shut up. And, uh, yeah, he's just Fucking got this off. presence about him. You're so yeah, I'm quite keen for him to make a comeback in uh, in Knight Rider. Oh, well, he was good in Baywatch. <laughs> His support cast were good in Baywatch. The new one. The new one? Yeah, the new one that came out a few years ago. He was in Baywatch. On TV? Yeah. No, the movie. The oh, movie. the movie. That was good. With uh, Zach, Zach Ef- uh, who was it? Efron. Zach yeah. Efron. Speaking of movies, yeah. so Bad Boys 3 is due to come out oh, in six well, weeks. Well, it's already out. Is that... It's out on Apple. You Are they can, using a singer? Well, you can pre-order it on Apple. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you, can so you don't even have to go to movies now. Yeah. Alex, what's going to happen? You might know. What's going to happen to all these movies that were supposed to be released in the cinema? Yeah, well, I just heard today, apparently, like the James Bond film, the new one, No Time to Die, um, that was supposed to come out in April. They pushed it back to November. Now they're talking about moving it back to 2021. Oh. Um, Do they still and, make money at the movies? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and apparently now there's a, a war breaking out between the film distributors as to who's going to have which slot because like they've got all these movies banked up and everyone's keen to get them out and and, and they're fighting over dates. So do you think yeah. the cinema will change forever now? Like we'll have to sit a meter and a half. I mean, it'd be okay for me if I go with the kids. You're a meter and a half that way. You're a meter and a half that way, and we'll put the wife down there a meter and a half. It's perfect <laughs> for me. I reckon in the short term that could probably happen. I, I think it'll get to a point though where it kind of snaps back to normal. Eventually. Let's hope so. Because how are you going to sit on a plane next to someone without having a mask? Well, well basically, the economy is going to turn into premium economy. Yeah, for premium everyone. economy. You got room to stretch out. Yeah. Think about the price though. It's going to cost a fortune. Oh, especially if we lose Virgin. Nah. That's not Virgin. Won't happen. Here we go. Virgin. So for, Andrew Forrest has already put his hand up to buy it. They're yeah. going to change yeah. the name to Slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you flying with today? Slut. Slut. Oh, I was hoping to fly Qantas. <laughs> could be worse. Japanese company could buy it. What are they going to call it? Bukaki Airways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. You're a fucking idiot. I thought you were going to talk about the, the Japanese rail, the Japanese oh, the speech rail. <laughs> <laughs> they've still got the phrase. Oh, they've the virus. They've, um, they've you know, did you know that the, the Japanese... Tell the story, Hal. Go on. There's a Japanese... Uh, the Japanese rail and transport company has had an office at Circular Quay for whatever, 30... 30 years. 35 30 years, years. 35 years. In the hope that they're going to get the fast rail contract. <laughs> yeah, we looked at it. We looked at it. They're, 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 they're still there. They're, they're still there. Do you reckon they're, they're getting JobKeeper? 100% that wouldn't be doing 50 no, no. million a year I still think the swine flu has kept them back a bit <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but it's so true though like every three years or so like clockwork it starts up again oh we're going to look into a fast rail oh this can sort of get behind it and build it and it's like yeah sure well sure. it started now with oh Virgin's going to go and there'll only be Qantas and Jetstar we really need the yeah, high speed train oh, we should look at the high speed train it's a good idea why did we think of that? Yeah. yeah. And now the poor Japanese can't even send stuff over here. I know. Oh, no, no, they've got virgin points. Oh, they got virgin yeah, yes, points. Yes, they can't use them. Virgin were quite cheeky because they said to everyone online, so I, I went to cash out some points that I had, 
just like two or three days before I thought, oh, they, they might go into administration. A few people were talking, sort of saying they may or may not go into administration. I thought, you know, I'm going to cash out my points. I cashed them out for Westfield vouchers. And I thought, that's as safe as I can get, right? A couple of hundred bucks at Westfield, cash them out. What else am I going to do? You can use them a lot. I've already used them. Buy a toaster. Right? I could buy a couple of toasters and maybe a fire extinguisher from the guy in the middle. From the... Anyway. Um... I cashed my points out and it kept every, it was a prompt every way through, you know, you, we won't be losing, you know, if, if the company does go into administration, you won't be losing, you, we're going to preserve your points. We're gonna, so everyone was like, I'm not cashing my points in for Westfield vouchers. I'm going to keep my points. As soon as they go into administration, we're putting all, we're putting it all on hold. hold. Yeah, like Ansett, mate. There's a, a lot of people lost millions on Ansett points. Anyway, yeah. well, there you go. That's it. There you go. That's us. Well, that's how it is. So we just talk shit for uh, for uh, you know an hour every week. Yeah. I like it. Sounds yeah. good. You're more than welcome to come on again. Yeah, and, yeah no, anytime. No, I'd love to. And and in real life, like you can come in and see us. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit scared now. <laughs> no, Hal will put his shit. Yeah, no, 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 If no, Alex no, comes no, in, no, we, I, we, I promise I'll put my cars on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God, yeah. yeah. He's no, the opposite of newsreader. His pants are on, his shirt's <laughs> off. <laughs> but you're more than welcome to join us again, Alex. Um, and, we'll, you know, and then don't forget the plus threes as well. Yeah, when, when we, go to, oh, we, yeah, when we yeah, drive yeah, that yeah, RS3 event around, RS4. RS4. RS7. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep, that in, keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> and if you do get that Giga Woman's Weekly motoring section... <laughs> I'm happy to jump in the back of that Kia Carnival yeah. and we'll go We'll make a cake whilst driving. <laughs> whilst driving. Which car? <laughs> Which car's well, big enough? Thank you very much for having me. No worries. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thank you for listening. We're sort of almost resuming back to normal. But almost back to normal. We're, we're all back back swing of it. Our guests don't want to come in live yet, but no, that's okay. <laughs> At least we're all together. We haven't seen each other for a couple of months. We'll talk about our shenanigans probably next episode. But um, rate us, review us. We're climbing back up the charts because we're back on weekly uh, send us your questions and um, any ideas or things so, that we can change or things that we can't change. But we apologise. But it's, email us at all talk. How's that? Yeah, yeah. How's that going? He owns the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all talk at outlook.com.au. Follow us, review us, and thank you for listening, Alex. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Alex. And Thanks we'll again. talk again. Thanks, mate.